What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. I haven't been here in a while, but they're coming every Wednesday from now on, I promise. This is just a little relaxed return episode where I talk about my first marathon, which I ran this past Christmas Eve. And it was a pretty funny experiment. Experiment? Experience. As well as the preparation I did or failed to do for it. So sit back, relax, and listen up. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back. Yes, this is still a thing. I'm still doing these podcasts. I know it's been a while, but I'm back in full effect. So, before we dive into this, um, I suppose, return podcast, just want to wish everyone a happy Christmas and Merry New Year. (laughs) But honestly, I know that it was very difficult. More difficult for some, less for others, but I'm pretty sure you can, with a blanket statement, say that everyone had some sort of struggle and that we didn't last year because of the pandemic, right? I believe it was the end of January that it really started kicking off. Um, So last Christmas, obviously, was pretty much normal. And so this is the first Christmas where we all had to go through a very strange situation. Um, I do know the feeling of not being able to get home this Christmas. And to be honest, it's very shit because... As much as I love it in America, um, <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas that kind of flamboyantly as they do in Ireland. I mean, it's pretty much a one-day affair. St. Stephen's Day isn't even a fucking thing. And you're back to work. So, well, actually, Christmas was on a Friday this year. So Saturday, obviously, they were off. But usually, it's the day after they're back to work. and Because Thanksgiving is their big day, right? Thanksgiving is their major holiday. But Christmas, not so much. So, yeah, my roommate didn't even want to get a tree, but I was like, I'm getting that tree, bro. Anyway, so, now that that's out of the way, it is now January something. I think it's the 10th. No, it's the 11th. And Ireland is in a sad state of affairs right now, so... To all my Irish listeners, which make up the majority, and pretty much all you guys listen, and I'm pretty sure are fairly safe and coherent and smart and intellectual enough not to be dopes and go out without masks, go to parties and things like that, underground parties. But honestly, like Ireland is exploding in the uh, in the spread. Stay inside. We're almost there. We're almost at the point where the vaccinations are going to be widely available. We're almost there. Just stay inside. All right. Anyway, since I'm an influencer of about 10 people who listen to this, no, there's a few more, (laughs) not much more. I just said I'd use it for some good. Anyway, so today is a very light, um, well, it's tonight. So right now it's uh, half eight over on the east coast of the, the States. So... You guys are probably all in bed. It's half one over there. But it's a very unstructured episode where I'm just going to talk about the marathon I ran on Christmas Eve, which was supposed to be Christmas Day, but just give you guys a little insight. Um, But also, before I get into that, I want to kind of like 
set the scene for the new, next few months. I'm going to really, really push on this Instagram and the um, podcast and try to get a episode every single week. And I'm going to mark it down for Wednesdays. Right, so right now I am up the walls with a couple of projects. Um, I'm working with a couple of a hurling team, a senior level hurling team, um, senior level football team. I have a couple like consulting gigs I do over here and then I work with a few individuals giving them programs and things so I'm really up the walls so this kind of took a back seat over Christmas as well just had a few things come up life events really just you know things you got to get through tough but things you got to get through right um as we've all had but anyway I said I had to get it out today because if you look at my Instagram you'll see like I'm making a structure or a pattern where the whole one column is all similar posts so i have one where it's like a picture of me holding an object creatine or a piece of fruit and that's all one column so it kind of looks aesthetically pleasing and then the next one is like the research breakdowns i do and then the other one is miscellaneous so usually it's like a photo or a podcast episode with the guest or myself my big fat head so I looked at it today and I was like, oh, fuck, you can't post another picture of yourself topless in the water with your dog, so you'll just have to do a podcast. And lads, it's, it's a sad state of affairs when the pattern of your Instagram is dictating the tasks you're going to do in a day. Mm-hmm. But look, I'm going to blame it on the fact that I'm cooked up at home doing nothing else. So yeah, that's why. Anyway, okay, so... Hopefully GarageBand stays going and doesn't break down like it's been doing recently. And I apologize if there are some noises of cars in the background because it's nine o'clock or something and they're whizzing by out my front. But I'm going to apply a noise gate, so you really shouldn't hear most of it. But you might hear the odd sound here or there. Anyway, okay. So I went through Merry Christmas, the New Year, up the walls, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I just have like a little whiteboard here and I just literally have bullet points of what I'm going to talk about and then I just go with them. That's what I do on most of my podcasts. Like you can't make a script or anything like that because that would just be way too intensive. So that's why there's going to be some pauses and some weird shit probably thrown in. But anyway, let's dive in. Okay, so ran my first marathon, which is 42 Point two kilometers oh yeah before yeah before just real quick the funniest thing ever was when i was running it up until the day i was running it i didn't know a marathon was actually 42.2 like that point two i had forgotten about so when i was running it i was on the 41st kilometer i was fucked but i'll get to that later and i was like you better make sure that it's actually 42 on the dot because if you've done all this and you stop short, <laughs> let's just say it's not happening, right? So I'm trying to look up on the phone. I can barely move. My legs are fucked. And looked it up and sure enough, I had 0.2 kilometers. So 1.2 kilometers to go on that point two. That was, it was a lot, right? When you're 41 in. Anyway, so... About a month out from Christmas, I think it was exactly a month, I said, I wanted to do something, right? 
you know, I usually, and actually my family are like this too, we're usually not fans of all the present giving and we all like giving gifts, but we hate getting them. We hate like pretending to react and be happy. And usually it's like a material thing or, you know, an electronic that, yeah, it's kind of nice to get, but it it's just going to be wasted and we're not going to get our use out of it. You know, anything that you really need, you're going to buy yourself, right? You're going to have now. You're not going to wait to get it as a gift. Anything that you really need, okay? And I mean, I do a lot of traveling and stuff like that, moving around. So like I'm kind of a minimalist. So I love the idea of having possessions, but I actually don't get the use out of them. So anyway, wow, that's a tangent. But I decided, all right, I need to do something to kind of give back. And as some of you might know, I've paired up. Um, I've kind of jumped on board with a charity called Paul's Eden Foundation, right? Really, really good guy. His name is Paul from Uganda. And he met my friend, uh, Colm, who was out there, I believe, on a co-op or studying or doing something out there for six months. And he became friends with Paul. And Paul was just literally the most genuine guy, right? And he told him he had started this charity and he just takes care of kids in the village who have lost either one or both of their parents uh, to AIDS. Unfortunately, usually that's the that's the prevailing kind of sickness out there. And he just takes them into this program and like cares for them, feeds them, sends them home with food for their, you know, their mom or their family. And if he can, give them clothing, um, which is a struggle, but I'll get to what we did there. Anyway, um... So yeah, about a month out, I said, fuck it, I'm going to run a marathon, right? And I mean, yeah, I'm a habitual runner where I run 5K, maybe 10K. And before I just, I had this, I don't know, I went out for a 5K before. I think it was like three or four months ago before I moved to Boston. And I had a few beers the night before, barely ate. I think I ate like two turkey sausages in a white piece of bread the morning of. And I said, I'll go out for 5K didn't feel great and I ended up doing 32k the funny thing about that was when I was 15k in I just went on this big long road in Nantucket Island and when I was 15k in I was like imagine if you just did a fucking marathon for a crack like imagine you could do that no fuck it we'll do it so on the way back in I'm 29 kilometers and one one kilometer from home right I've done this big loop and I text dad and I'm like, dad, could you um, throw me out some Gatorade and some, some snacks? I need to, I'm, I'm going to try to do a, ma- a marathon. So I pull into the driveway and he has a Gatorade there and he's like, you're fucking crazy. This is fucking, you're going to get hurt. This is mental. Yeah. Took off the other way. And when I say the five kilometer, the next five kilometers were the hardest of my freaking life. Uh, they were, they were very tough and I was very slow. And I've talked to a friend who said, See, when you're actually in a marathon, like an organized competitive marathon, there's a crowd there and they're the ones that like get you through those last 10 kilometers. So anyway, I ended up pulling up short on that one. I think, yeah, I did 32 kilometers. Um, yeah, I'm sure the numbers didn't add up there in that story, but sure. Look, anyway. And then I said, yeah, I think I'm able. So I started, I only had a month, right? You're meant to, uh, you know, I did a small bit of research you're meant to train for at least 16 weeks and that's a generally fit habitual runner is meant to train for 16 weeks purposely to undertake a marathon um, I'm not sure to what degree they want to run that marathon like what speed I did mine at three hours and 55 minutes which is not particularly fast it's not slow but it's not fast like it's not competitive um, but like 
right now I can see so many areas of improvement, um, which I'll get to, which is actually kind of funny. This is a funny story, hopefully. Right, so trained, uh, I put it up on the Instagram, you know, I was doing a few 10Ks, a few 15Ks. What I was trying to do was, uh, you know, target different energy systems, right? Different energy systems that I would be using predominantly throughout the run. So when I say energy systems, for people that don't know, basically we have a variety of ways that our body produces energy from the nutrients we consume. All right. So when you're running a marathon, the main one would be your aerobic oxidation of both carbohydrates in the early 90, the first 90 to 120 minutes, and then fats would take over. But when you're oxidizing or burning fats to produce energy, whilst you can produce more, it's not as efficient or fast for a number of reasons as when you do it with carbohydrates. When you, so when I was doing timed 5Ks, I was trying to work on my ability to run at high speeds for longer durations. Okay, so like a 70 to 80% sprint maybe. Now I probably wasn't going 80%, probably six, 70%. But then obviously we're moving for a marathon, right? And that's just for me to, to improve the intensity at which I can run for long distances, okay? then you have to actually just be able to run that long. And that's where my 10K, 15K, I did it, what did I do? I did a 20K. Yeah, I did one 20K uh, in, the, in the month. Um, and what I'm trying to do there is I'm trying to just you know, build up my endurance capacity um, and the maintenance of a high, not a high, a moderate to high intensity for longer periods okay and so that's where you know i mentioned i might do a 10k fasted pretty much didn't do that once like all the things i planned to do none of them came to fruition i didn't have time i was working too i was working too much here um i was just i literally had no time to like structure my train or anything like that so this it's pretty funny the story of what happened so anyway the week leading up um my plan i kind of stuck to my plan for the week um, six days out, I did a, I did a 12K. Was it 12K? Yeah, it was a 12K, right? And that was it. I was done. And what, what I was going to do there was uh, after that, I was just going to, you know, eat a very high carbohydrate diet in the week preceding, take it easy, maybe do a small bit of strength training, which I did, um, just very light stuff, um, and just eat a high carbohydrate diet, right? not do this massive glycogen or uh, carbohydrate loading protocol, which some people might do, but just increase my carbohydrate intake moderately, right? So if I usually have, um, you know, a cupped handful of rice at each meal, I'd add in another cupped handful. So I'd just kind of like double up my carbohydrate portions. But that also didn't go great because I just, you know, I wake up, I usually don't eat a huge breakfast or any breakfast and I... People riding next door or something. Jesus. Someone's banging on the wall. Anyway. Um, lost my train of thought there now, lads. Fuck's sake. Maybe someone's putting a poster up. But. So the diet was, it was grand. You know, I was, um, I was eating a lot of carbohydrates. I wasn't, I wanted to kind of cut down. 
a kg or two um, going for the run because I was coming in kind of heavy. Like I haven't been doing great training or anything like that over lockdown. Um, but I'm on a I'm on a good run now. Like I'm in a good regime or routine going forward. But I wasn't back then, and I was I was coming in kind of heavy. I wasn't really happy. I was carrying a little bit of body fat um, around the midsection. Like just not happy. And what I ended up doing, I think, was putting on a you know putting on a bit. And um, so that was an optimal, and I felt that in the run for sure. But anyway, went into the run, or sorry, um, <laughs> two days before it, so the day before Christmas Eve, I traveled down to Connecticut to pick up my friend Ryan, who's Irish, and hopefully he doesn't mind me mentioning him in the podcast, but we spent a day in Connecticut, and um, I stayed at his place, and we just, so he was going to come, because he can't get home either, so he was going to come down to Nantucket, and we were just going to do Christmas in Nantucket at my place my dad so I wanted to see Connecticut he's in New Haven and we spent the day there you know uh, I did a bit of shopping I got some airpods for the run and it was cool saw some cool sights and had a few beers that night so I had I think it was like three nice IPAs I'm a sucker for IPAs I don't know who else is but this craft beer movement is it's dangerous lads um ate some pizza that night I was like hey I'm carb loading it's fine and that was the night before Christmas Eve right so what we planned was going to be it's two nights before the run so I'm after fucking that up no that was two nights before Christmas Eve okay so that night we ate pizza had some beers and the next day I was traveling down to Nantucket right and we ended up getting to Nantucket very late that night. And that was the eve of Christmas Eve. And I proceeded to have two or three beers on the boat. Me and Ryan, we were watching the Celtics and I had, yeah, I had two or three beers. I was meant to give up alcohol that whole week, um, which I did until we kind of got together and we just had a few beers watching basketball. So I was on the boat, feeling a bit tipsy, um, got in home and had plenty of water that, day, that night. And I, th- well, I think dad made us some, oh, this is so funny. So dad usually makes these massive dinners when I get to Nantucket. This one time, out of chance, right, makes uh, chicken, so roast chicken and roasted vegetables. So roasted root vegetables, which was like carrots, uh, parsnips and sweet potato. And there was a small enough portion. I don't know. It was hilarious. But Patrick's not running the run until Christmas Day, so I still had all of the next day to fuel up for the run. Sitting there that night, notification comes in that there's a massive storm, all the boats are cancelled, so Dad's like, you're lucky you got onto the island. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woke up the next morning, not very hungry, had a small bowl of granola, granola, right, and with some milk, and literally the news says that there's going to be like a red warning on the island, like you're not supposed to leave the house. It's going to be so, it's going to be gale force winds and rain. And the rain, I don't mind. I was actually going to, I was kind of looking forward to like braving it in the rain, you know, struggling David Goggins style. But the wind was something else. I didn't want to get a seven hour time because I was running against the wind. So if you follow me on my Instagram, I made the announcement. I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to run this now. So yes, not, I wouldn't say I was hungover, but I did have, I think it was two beers that night on the boat. And I had a sip of Bailey's then when I got in home with dad. And the night before that, I had three dirty IPAs, I'd say. So I didn't, 
I didn't start the run on a in a great um, fueled state, we'll say. Okay, I was all geared up, grand. I wore the Santa hat. I was like, oh, this would be grand. I'll run, run this thing in a Santa hat and a jacket. And I set off and I was like, fuck. Two minutes into it, I rip off the jacket, fuck it into a bush, right, down the road. And that Santa hat into a bush. And fly through the first 10K. They were fine. Flew through them. Um, and then at about the 11th kilometer, I took like a little detour. I was going to do this like weird route. Um, you guys won't know if I mention it, but it's on the island that I used to live. So I know I kind of like the back of my hand, but sure enough, I got lost and I was like, fuck this, came back and that kind of just like threw a little kink in or a little obstacle. And I, I was kind of shaken up a small bit. I was very nervous, very nervous. But I think the fact that I ran it the day before I was supposed to made it less nerve wracking. So I just had to go do it after a bowl of granola and two beers the night before. Anyway. I think it was, yeah, um, I was slowing down then. I was having, um, I had some energy gels and I had, what else did I had? I had a, a little squeezy thing of honey in case I ran out of the energy gels. I was taking an energy gel. I can't remember what the exact quantity was, but it was a small pouch. It had some caffeine and some electrolytes in it. Although I didn't want that caffeine. I, I got one or two caffeine-free ones. Um, I'm not someone who needs caffeine when I'm doing long endurance running. Not that I've done a bunch of it, but anyway, it can be beneficial. Um, it can definitely be a beneficial ergogenic aid or supplement for athletes. But for me, it's not. It just gets me jittery and anxious. So I was having one of those every 45 minutes and I kept that to a T. I literally had my, I had my watch, I had my Strava on the phone and I was timing it. And I, every 45 minutes I had that gel and I definitely looked like, I don't know, I don't know what I looked like running down the thing. I had the... I had a camelback with water and I was trying to like get the energy gel out of the camelback and slurp it up. But like one thing that you, you don't think about for endurance runners when they're like supplementing throughout, right, is trying to eat or swallow something while you're gasping for air, right? So I was trying to get a good enough time and I'm running and I'm gasping and you're trying to slurp down this, these energy gels were honestly disgusting. I was trying to slurp it down, sip a bit of water from the camelback, and honestly, it made for a pretty hilarious photo. But anyway, it would have. Um, so yeah, labored through it, and basically, I went out this big, huge road, did a little diversion, came back, and that was, that was about, what was that? I think that was 30 kilometers, right? So I was 30 kilometers, and I felt grand. I mean, the legs were really sore. That's 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 what gets me when I'm when I'm doing these long runs. It's the legs. I mean, I'm definitely slowing down. Like I'm not running fit as a fiddle, but the the aerobic fitness isn't my hurdle. It's the or my obstacle. It's the legs. They just start fucking cramping and painful. My calves, my Achilles. So that started kicking in just after the thirty kilometer mark. Um, started sipping a bit of honey, and then lads, that's when. The, the wall hit and I was like fuck you can't do this at all man you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pull up and that's I think where the unorganized kind of fueling came into where I was just I was fucked honestly that was a mental battle from 30 to 35 um but yeah at one point my uh, calf cramped and I pulled up and I had to stretch it out of a cramp and then keep going and so I jogged out 
the other road, took a detour and another detour. And so basically I had this route mapped out and it was just two straight roads, right? So I go out one straight road back, that's 30 kilometers. And then I go out, I have to pass the house basically, which is torture and go out that road. And it's just another straight road. But the thing is, I couldn't hack another straight road. I was like, I need something to keep my mind off this fucking torture. So um, I, I took a detour and yeah, underestimated distance. I was at the beach in about 10, 15 minutes. So by the time I got back to the house, I had only done, yeah, 41.5 kilometers. And I had to jog past the house a third time. I remember dad was in the pickup truck with the camera. And uh, I was like, not yet, not yet. He's like, what? I was like, I still have half a kilometer. So I had to jog out past the house a half or like a quarter of a kilometer and then back. But at that point, that's when I ch- checked the, the, the distance and I had to add in that one point or that point two. So anyway, it was a very, very funny experience. Um, the, the pain after. So my good friend, Ryan will tell you, like Ryan was so supportive throughout the whole thing. He was, um, you know, he was egging me on give a great donation put it on his instagram and he was there all day just like pumping me up you can do this blah blah, blah. um so it was really nice but i just remember i'm lying on the sitting room floor and he's just laughing at me and i literally my legs were just <clears throat> so fucking sore but yeah i did it and i definitely want to do a few more because i did three hours and 55 minutes in that one legs were in bad shape um nowhere near weight wise like body composition wise I was nowhere near where I wanted to be going in where I planned to be um, and then obviously the unorganized fueling the two days prior and the boozing so yeah I hope that was a nice little entertaining story um, but that's pretty much it right for the for the marathon I mean there's a bunch of information out there. I know my friend who came on this, Shane Finn, just did his webinar tonight, which is very funny. I couldn't attend because I had a talk. I had to give a little talk myself to footballers, but he did a webinar to how, of how to run your first marathon. So I'm actually going to reach out to him and see if he is making that available or if he's doing it again because I definitely want to jump into it um, if you are interested in doing that. But I will say you need to give yourself 16 weeks or at least 12 weeks give yourself enough time if you're running five or 10ks it's not the same type of training it's different energy systems predominating um you need to give yourself more time and what else oh yeah obviously fuel properly don't drink the week or two before although i don't know if there's any problem with a beer you know a beer to calm the nerves the beer the two beers the night before even though i didn't know it was the night before incidentally but they definitely calmed me down. I was definitely nervous in the few days leading up to it. Like I knew I was going to do it. I was just nervous, right? Of like, what time? What if I get in like eight hours? What if I can barely walk it? So yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope uh, hope you enjoyed that. And uh, if you did donate, I just want to say thank you so, so much. It meant, it meant the world. And one of my friends, she... Got her, she just jumped on and got her friends to donate and she raised a thousand dollars right so overall we raised i think the final mark was three thousand five hundred euros or three thousand four hundred euros yeah i still have like 150 i have to enter from the facebook fundraiser but yeah so it was and 
we needed 2,000 to cover the food for the kids for um, this pack that they were bringing home to their families. And then there's an extended uh, group of widows that Paul has linked up with. There's about 50 of them and they each got it. So they don't necessarily have kids who come to the program, but they, they're obviously struggling and Paul gave a pack to each of them as well. So that was covered in 2,000 euros. Then the next couple of thousand, that covered a pair of shoes for the kids and um, some clothing. Some of these kids have never had shoes. So honestly, it was unbelievable. And I'm in the midst of making up that email to send to all the donors. And you can still donate if you're listening to this and you're like, Jesus, that sounds great. I didn't hear about it or I thought I was just fucking messing. But you can hop onto my Instagram and go to the charity. I'm working with them for the foreseeable future. I donate a portion of any euro I make on my programs to them. So you can always donate there. Like if you just go to in my link in my bio, you can click that and it'll bring you to Paul's charity. So yeah, lads, that's pretty much it. Very unscripted, as you can see. I hope the noise in the background wasn't too much, but um, I'm going to make a rule of getting on here, publishing an episode every Wednesday. So I was supposed to have, I was supposed to have had interviewed Daniel Davey from Davey Nutrition, Dublin football nutritionist, and many other things, has his own cookbook online platform, very well known unbelievable nutritionist um he speaks very well to the lay population he's literally the model guest that i try to have on this episode or on this podcast people that are evidence-based but that don't talk like dictionaries right they talk like a normal person they don't alienate the listener who's not into nutrition so he was supposed to be on, but I had to give, I was giving some talks here to firemen. As some of you will have seen on my Instagram, I was doing some nutrition talks to um, firefighters. Sorry, not firemen. Firefighters. Wow. 2020, Pat. 2021. But yeah, so I was giving talks, so I actually had to postpone that. And the next date he had was March, right? So I'm not kicking this off, as I said, with Daniel Davies' guest spot but he will be here and we'll definitely make that a juicy episode because he has so much to say anyway what i'm going to cover coming up is approaches to like how to intermittent fast or how to start intermittent fasting in a sustainable way um enjoy it and not have it lead to some disordered eating behavior or weight gain or dropout or anything like that right so that's going to be one of my next episodes. I'm going to do an episode on, um, oh, just the breakdown of carbohydrates, fats, and protein. So I'm going to give an episode to each one of them. They might just be like small 15-minute ones where I just speak like a normal person. No big words, no fancy cellular mechanisms or anything like that. Very simply, right, using not metaphors, but using um, real-world examples to explain what the fuck a carbohydrate is i've had footballers come to me not footballers sorry what the fu- anyway i've had people come to me and ask me is a calorie and a carbohydrate the same thing so that's not making fun people just don't know like if i ask you what is a carbohydrate do you know no so well you might basically it's a macronutrient is one of the main nutrients in food 
it's one of the big three. Um, we're not going to go any lower than that. Any further down the, we're not going to like break it down uh, chemically or anything like that. That's not my area of expertise anyway. But I'm going to do an episode on carbohydrates, episode on fats, episode on protein. We'll go into the recommendations, recommendations if you're an athlete. And it'll be like 15, 20 minutes. Very simple, very easy. We'll go into the vitamins and minerals. Um, but I'll do some like very interesting ones too, like intermittent fasting, like the ketogenic diet, um, the perfect pre-game routine, pre-match routine. Um, recommendations for athletes who are now in lockdown and are just sitting on their arse. And just things like that. Going to be very cool. And I have a few guests lined up. And it's just going to be very cool. So make sure you tune in every Wednesday and share this if you can. But looking forward to you guys listening. Anyway, have a fantastic Wednesday. And see you later. just want to say thank you to everyone who is listening and to those of you that actually reached out and asked me are these still happening so that kind of pushed me into getting them back up again i am going to make a promise i'm going to have one every wednesday for the foreseeable future unless of course there's some reason i can definitely not one wednesday but stay tuned wednesdays from now on if you donated, I just want to say again, thank you so much. I am so, so grateful. And if you wanted to look at the charity, get involved, help out anything. If you haven't already, just go to paulsedenfoundation.org or you can find the link in my bio. Stay tuned, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great day.